that can give us advice, but the greater uh, response should be the family. So I just want to talk just a little bit about the gift of a family. What does it mean? What does it mean to have the family as a gift? Uh, well, first thing I want to tell you is that there are two types of families. There is God's family and there's human family. And uh, very briefly, I'm going to just define each one of them. Now, the human family is the continuation from God's family. In other words, God deemed it necessary for us to have the human family. So when we look at like uh, in the book of uh, Genesis, and it says something like the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone and that he would make him a help meet. And that help meet continued on to be his wife. And between the two, they unionized and they populated the earth, which we call the family. So that's how our family began from the human side. But when we think about God as being family, it means that we have taken a certain position in a holiness, in a, in a righteous way, where uh, we all are on one accord, thinking of the same things that our scripture has provided us to uh, think about as it relates to what God will in our life. So we got to remember, there is the human family and God's family. So what is the gift of God from uh, what is the gift of family from God? There are people who have came in our life to made up. Uh, we got uncles, aunts, grandmas, brothers, sisters, and many cousins and everybody else. These God saw it necessary that we not be alone because he knew that these type things can happen on earth. Crisis. Uh, where we would have disturbance in our own minds and everything or things that we may need answers to that we can't rely on others to go to. But if we have family, we feel a little certain that uh, our response to whatever's going on in our life would be helpful to our life. So God realized that from the very beginning and he allowed us to start family. Now family from the human side uh, once they had become uh, in the majority, they began to lose the essence of the gift of family, which means uh, there were times that we wouldn't be helpful towards each other, we uh, divided ourselves from each other for whatever reason, and there were times that we just totally disagreed and never could agree again on certain subjects. But the gift of family from the human side is there is a connection that nowhere else on earth you would find. Now, like I said, we're in association with other people, but it won't be like having that special attention that is needed in, in tough times or in confusing times, in times that are unpleasing to us. So that's the value of family. We find many things in family, uh, and, and just to identify some of them is uh, we, we, we find security, we find joy, we find happiness, we, shine, we find sharing our life goals and experience, and 
and we also have the support of one another. Now the question becomes, can we always give one another all the things that I have just mentioned? And the answer is, no, we can't. We can't always give them everything uh, as our family member that I mentioned. But we should be able to give them the things that we can, and that is within your ability. You know that you can call someone. If you elect not to call, that's up to you, but it's in your control. Or if you want to go see somebody. But now when God allows uh, something such as this plague today to happen, where things modified from our traditional ways, then we have to ask the question, what would I do if I could not do anything about it? And that seemed to be the bigger question because now there are funerals being held without family members being present. And there are people in the hospital that people cannot go visit, see, touch, hug, and show all the affection and support for them. So the question is, what do you do? Well, the answer to that question is, first and foremost, you got to accept what is before you. And I want you to look at it from this perspective. Let's just say someone in our family passed. And we want to be there. We want to do the tradition. We want to have the funeral and go to the grave site and make our quotes at the funeral and stuff like that. But yet there is a danger, which is this COVID-19. It is a danger. And let me tell you why it's so important to understand what I'm saying now. It's because, yes, we may have the desire to do things that we once did traditionally, but what if, by chance, two or three or four of the other people that went with good intentions to do what was good or tradition, they end up passing away as well. Now you've got a greater burden than just that one. And so therefore, uh, you have to ask yourself, do I want to put my other family who is living at risk to, <clears throat> to satisfy a traditional way of doing things? Or am I going to be wise and said, because this person has passed on, there ain't nothing I can do if I was there. And and because of that, God give us the time thereafter that we can always visit uh, or go to the grave site to the person that we could. And I have stood at my mother's and my sister's grave and I talked to them right there as though they were still living. I let them know how I felt when I was hurting uh, because of the loss. They are not here, the struggles, and I think you do that. But we don't practice that. So I'm encouraging you, family, now that if there be death in the family, be wise. Don't feel like you have to follow the tradition for things to be right. God will give you the opportunity to love that person just as much because they are now passed on as you did, as you would have if you had attended their funeral. But you can't base your 
not being at the funeral uh, as a, a bad or sad thing because I couldn't be there and make my remarks. Regardless of what you had to say, would that have brought them back? No. Would that make you feel better? No. What it would done was simply let you exercise your emotions. And we can exercise our emotions at any time. It doesn't have to be in a specific place or at a specific time. We can do it any time that we desire to do that. So I encourage you, uh, go on with the family. Let this be a time of coming together, loving, understanding, sharing what you feel, talk about it, crying, holding hands, calling. Let that have the greater impact than to think just for one minute uh, I was not able to get to the funeral. I ask you and I challenge you, which do you think is more important? And family, if they are truly family and love each other as God has ordained us to love, then they all come together and say that was the right decision, even though it was one that we didn't want to do. And that way everybody else has that may live. Now, right now, I'm going to share this and I'm going to um, bring it to a conclusion. Uh, my enforcement sister, sister passed a couple of weeks ago, and she was going to be funeralized on yesterday. And my sister asked me, should she go? Well, she's up in the age, and really, I don't think that she should have went, but she decided to go. And I got a call. She was crying. And I thought it was from the funeral that she attended because it was her, her real sister. But no, she had contracted the virus. And she's now in the hospital fighting for her life. My Lord. So uh, my, my question is, for the rest of the family, I have to answer that question. What would you do? If, he, if she wasn't there, she wouldn't have. Now I got another burden that made the possibility of losing another sister. And I just wish she had made a different decision. So leaving us that in, in perspective with God, uh, uh, please do not stop family. I want you to hear this family. Plague and violence and war does not stop family. The only one that can stop a family or the ones that can stop a family is either God or you. Or you. Plagues cannot stop family. You can be very sick in the hospital, but yet you can still love your family. Amen. 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 You go through a hardship and not even feel like you can come out of it. But you can still, it doesn't stop family. So y'all stick together. Be as whom God has created you to be. Be that human family. You an example for others to follow. And you're not perfect in no way, neither a family that I know is. 
but it's up to you to stand together. And because you stand together and you follow the fact that God puts you together, that is the gift of family. Amen. Amen. God bless your bones. Pastor Everett, thank you so much. And we are praying for your family and the, uh, again, sorry to hear about the loss of your family.